Hi, my name is Zach Frederick, and today we are going to be reading through Exodus 25, 23 through 40. Plans for the table. Then make a table of acacia wood, 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold and run a gold molding around the edge. Decorate it with a 3-inch border all around and run a gold molding along the border. Make four gold rings for the table and attach them at the four corners next to the four legs. Attach the rings near the border to hold the poles that are used to carry the table. Make these poles from acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Make special containers of pure gold for the table, bowls, ladles, pitchers, and jars, to be used in pouring out liquid offerings. Place the bread of the presence on the table to remain before me at all times. Plans for the lampstand. Make a lampstand of pure hammered gold. Make the entire lampstand and its decorations of one piece, the base, center stem, lamp cups, buds, and petals. Make it with six branches going out from the center stem, three on each side. Each of the six branches will have three lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and petals. Craft the center stem of the lampstand with four lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and, and petals. There will also be an almond bud beneath each pair of branches, where the six branches extend from the center stem. The almond buds and branches must all be of one piece with the center stem, and they must be hammered from pure gold. Then make the seven lamps from the, la from the lamp stand and set them so they reflect their light forward. The lamp snuffers and trays must also be made of pure gold. You will need 75 pounds of pure gold for the lamp stand and its accessories. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Yesterday, Jeff did a great job of explaining the purpose of these furnishings that God has commanded the Israelites to make. While these were, of great deal, were a great deal of importance during the day of the Israelites in the time of Exodus, we don't have them today, but they have great symbolism for the things in our life now. Let's look at them and the importance of them during that time, as well as the foreshadowing of a greater plan that God had in the works for His Son and a personal relationship with us. These furnishings were found in the room of the outer sanctuary. This was the room that was free, uh, was free for people to be in and worship. It was the closest room to the Holy of Holies, which held the Ark of the Covenant, talked about yesterday, which the actual presence of God dwelled in. The first furnishing, furnish, furnishing mentioned is the table. This table, which we uh, will be used to hold 12 loaves of unleavened bread, the bread of the presence. It's setting a reminder and contains thank offerings to God for not only his provision, but favor. Giving offering to the Lord was a normal part of worship and was a, a way to give praise to God as well as to thank him for all he had done. It also serves as a powerful reminder that God was watching over all tr 12 tribes of Israel and the great story of freedom and provision in the wilderness. It also stood as a reminder that all things come from God and that he is the ultimate provider for each and every tribe, thus the 12 loaves. We see that while we no longer may have the table to hold our offering, God is the maker and giver of all things. 
And whether it's our monetary resources, physical resources, or our skills or abilities, God has given us those, and there's no greater worship than to honor him with all the things he has given us. He has provided and showed us favor in doing so. Uh, In doing so, we have the ability to continue to pass on God's blessing and bless others with those gifts. The next furnishing listed is the lampstand. Made of pure gold, this lampstand has three branches on the left and the right side of the center stem. The lampstand holds seven lamps, the number of perfection and completion in the Bible. The lamp is decorated with almond flowers and buds to give it great elegance. The almond tree is the first to bloom in the spring in the ancient Near East, the area where the Israelites are. The almond tree brings great imagery of the rebirth that comes in spring and also the beauty in nature and how God has given his nation a budding new rebirth and freedom that will continue to blossom into a great nation. But the greatest function of all, uh, of all lampstands is that it holds lamps that will create light and illuminate the outer sanctuary and give light even in the darkness. As Christ followers, we just like him have been called the light of the world. We are the lampstand that shines our light of faith, hope, love, joy, and so much more into, a dar- into this dark world full of hurt, pain, and brokenness. We are the workers that can sow seeds of hope that can blossom in the hearts of those in need in our dark world today. And just as we are the light, our life is uh, being guided by God's word, the lamp to guide our feet, as the psalmist says. The coolest part in all of this is that the creator in the entire universe has chosen us to take part in making these furnishings of worship for him. He has allowed us to join in the most sacred thing, and that is to create, to make art, to create things beautiful with order, design, and purpose. God could have very easily created these furnishings himself, but chose to, make, to take the time to enter into personal interaction with us, spelling out each and every small and very intricate detail for his masterpiece, for us to create just as he did. He desires to partner with us, to utilize our skills not only as an act of worship, but of offering to him. Because of Jesus, we no longer need a place for the presence of the Lord to dwell or a place to give sacrifices to God. Jesus' death on the cross was the ultimate sacrifice. And because of that, we are now able to freely come before God and his presence. His spirit dwells in us. These pieces are great mementos of God and his provision and his shining light in the darkness. But we are called each day to remember that God has done and is doing what God has done and is doing in our life, and hear his call to go out and be a light to the world. So, to, so today, let us examine our life and not only be thankful for all that God has given us, but also how greatly we are blessed that we may be a blessing to someone else, spreading the light of Christ in this dark world. Let's pray. God, we are so thankful for you in your presence and that we are no longer confined to a room in a building to worship you, but that we are the place you dwell. We are the church. You have blessed us with so much, and we are so grateful. We pray that today you would help us to be a light that shines bright for you in a world full of darkness and in need of hope. Amen. Thanks. Have a great day.